0: Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to our monthly book club and welcome our author, the strong and powerful Grant Sabatier. Welcome, Grant. Glad to be here excited to have you on. Grant is the founder of the Financial Freedom Summit. He's the creator of LinkedIn Learning's Financial Freedom Class, the creator of Millennial Money, the co-founder and CEO of Bank Bonus. His newest book is the international bestseller, Financial Freedom, Proven Path to All the Money You Will Ever Need. Grant, excited to have you on. Tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and what motivated you to write the book.
1: Yeah, my work is really focused on kind of the intersection of money and mindfulness, and it's built on this idea that the world thinks that time is money and money is time, but that's one of the biggest myths that exist uh, in, in certainly the personal finance world because money is actually infinite you know you can always go out and make more money but you can't get back your time so i think a lot of people including myself for a number of years make trade-offs in our lives for money that we really haven't thought deeply about And this aligns with, we live in a moment of increasing uncertainty, but we also live in a time when it's never been easier in history to make enough money to live a life you love. You know, we all know because of the internet and high quality, low cost investing opportunities and just all this incredible information that is out there, it's a lot easier to live life and a life you love today than it was, say, 50 or 100 years ago when most people had very few options For their life. And so, creating a mindful relationship with money, realizing that money is so much more than even a tool, that it's a form of energy, that it is how we embed our dreams, it's a form of power. You know, it's a lot more rich and vibrant and complex than we are often taught. And because the money world is fundamentally based on often a lot of greed and a lot of exploitation, you know, we often aren't kind of told how we can really use money to live lives that we love. So my work and my mission is focused around kind of, you know, removing that veil and helping other people realize that there are so many different ways to live. And so much of what you seek, you likely either already have, or you're a lot closer to it than you recognize.
0: I love it. It's music to my ears, all of that. So for, for people who are listening and you're not familiar with Grant, he, um, I, 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 think that it's probably fair to say that you practice everything that you preach uh, and that perhaps, um, well, certainly I I, I believe a lot of what you talk about is your experience in sort of being broke and then recognizing you weren't happy and setting yourself a goal of now that I figured out how to make money, how do I make a million dollars? so that that I can really enjoy financial freedom and, and you 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 absolutely did that i'm i'm curious did did you grow up in a family that talked about money where where did this sort of philosophical approach to 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 money come from
1: Yeah. So my parents, uh, they grew up in rural Southern Indiana in a one stoplight town. My dad got one new pair of pants a year. My mom Mm -hmm. grew up as a farm child. You know, they had very little growing up and they made the decision when I was six months old to move to the suburbs of Washington, D.C., which is where I grew up in order to give me what they called sort of a different opportunity. And so they left their families, everything uh, that they had grown up in to move to a place where they knew no one. And my mom started as a secretary and my dad cleaned office buildings at night. And money was something that was always tight growing up. It was something my parents fought about. I'm an only child. I would hear them fighting about it. It was something they were always stressed about. So money and stress were very present from an early age in my life and something that was openly talked about. Um, My parents are both in their mid sixties and they're still working and they're still kind of chasing that retirement dream. Uh, And growing up, they taught me very little about money beyond, you know, helping me open a checking account, you know, talking about the importance of savings, but it was kind of left at that. And so Everything I've learned about money, pretty much everything, you know, was, was after I graduated from college, it was self-taught. It was, you know, when you have nothing and you're kind of starting from very little, uh, you know, at some point there was enough pressure on me that I started to question some of these assumptions. I was a philosophy major in college, so I'm naturally predisposed to kind of thinking about, uh, you know, deeper ideas or just relationships between things, but I never really cared about money at all until I had to move back home with my parents at the age of 24 and was like, oh geez, you know, I should probably figure this thing out. And once I just scratched the surface, pretty quickly I was like, geez, a lot of what is talked about around money is either outdated or it's mathematically incorrect, or it's really kind of a messed up, in my opinion, view of the world. You know, let me let me dig a little bit deeper and let me let me form some ideas. You know, for myself, um, but that you know, probably arose out of being so stressed about money as a kid.
0: Yeah, Well, I appreciate you sharing that. What a novel concept of digging deeper and actually figuring and doing some thinking for yourself, Grant. Slow down there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so when 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 somebody picks up um, picks up the the new book, Financial Freedom, what are you hoping that they get out of reading it?
1: just recognizing uh, and being able to see that it's possible. And so, you know, I went from having $2.26 in my bank account to 1.25 million saved in a little over five years. And that was from knowing nothing about money to learning a lot about it in the process. And I just wanted to share my journey and my story. And it's a no fluff book, everything in there. It's jam packed with the most important concepts uh, that, that I think that readers should take away. It's a kind of choose your own adventure type book where obviously your life is gonna look differently than my life and you likely have different goals and dreams and aspirations. And so all I could really do is just be as open as possible around what worked, what didn't, the trade-offs that I made that I thought were worth it and the others that I thought that weren't. And it's really a guidebook. I mean, after reading it, you really do have no excuse for um, you know being stressed about money, say in six months to a year. I mean, it's really about figuring out what financial freedom means to you and the actual steps that can can, can help you. um, You know, the sum is kind of greater than the part. So even if you do two or three things that the book recommends, you know, you're going to be far better off than the average American and a lot further down your journey. And then it's kind of a refine as you go. Um, And so, you know, the key takeaway is that you know whatever life you envision is is likely a lot closer than you think and money is 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 freedom it really is a way in which to give you more options and control over things in your life at a time when it's so hard to control you know we have very little control in our lives in a lot of cases and so m- money does give you an immense amount of options and choices. And, you know, it's just my story. I, I, I never positioned myself as an expert, you know, it is my perspective and um, you know, take from it what you will. And, you know, now the book's in 14 languages. And, you know, I hear from people really all over the world who are living different lives and seeing life in a different way. And really the hardest thing about the whole journey for me was choosing to live my life differently than my parents, than the people around me and um, you know, thankfully a lot more people are following this philosophy now than when I started. And so there's whole communities, you know, around a lot of these ideas. And so it's not as lonely of a pursuit, I think as, as it was when I started, but um, yeah, that's it that, uh, you know, y- you have a lot more options and choices in your life than you likely recognize.
0: Well, I think that that's, that's one of the most powerful messages that, that, that most anybody could learn being that money is such a, a profound, it plays such a major role in, 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 in our lives and society. So to change the relationship that you have with it and the way you think about it, and it's, it has the bit, has the potential to change your entire life. And, and it sounds like it is, that must be an incredibly sort of gratifying, but certainly surreal when you're getting letters from places all over the world that you've potentially never been <laughs> from people that you'll probably never meet saying, Oh my gosh, you, did this or changed my life and now I'm doing this and I'm living, I'm much happier, uh, that, that must be incredibly gratifying. Do you have a sense of, or, or, or why do you think that, that your message is, is, is able to connect with people?
1: Yeah, I, I think I just, you know, a, a couple of reasons. I think number one, I don't look like the average person who's good at money. You know, I'm like, uh, you know, slightly overweight, bearded, uh, long-haired, you know, somewhat kind of hippie in, in a lot of ways. You know, I, I drove a Volkswagen camper for a number of years. And so, you know, I, I don't look like the, the blue shirt, typical kind of Wall Street person. Um, <laughs> so the fact that I look different than someone who you think would be good about money, I think, ha- helped me uh, earlier on. Just, you know, aesthetics really kind of matter. I think also just being really open and vulnerable with my story. You know, I've always led with kind of the mistakes that I've made and the challenges I've had, you know, as opposed to, you know, my, my wins. I, I I think, um, you know, I've just been nothing but open and transparent and, you know, I think right time, right place in the sense that, you know, Brene Brown is on my imprint at Penguin. And, you know, she really signaled this sort of age of vulnerability that we've entered into. And so, right time right place with with my story and my message and you know when you hear like oh millionaire by 30 or reached financial independence you expect one thing and then when you click on that article and you read about my story you know I, i've been able to convey what i believe is a much deeper truth and that success really isn't about money, it's about peace and finding happiness in your life is about, you know, really um, you're figuring out what makes you feel alive and, and, and all of these things that really it's kind of figuring out your life a little bit before money even comes in. And so I've been able to, to, to do that. And then it's just, you know, I really believe in this. I mean, this, I am in the mission driven phase of my life. I think certainly for us sort of digital natives, we can smell through the the bullshit and the the pitch and the sell and the upsell. And, you know, for me, I, I don't have a mastermind, group. I don't, you know, you. there's nothing that costs tens of thousands of dollars that you can buy from me. You know, I have a book that, you know, I give away literally tens of thousands of copies for free and donate most of the money that I've made on it and recommend you go get it at your local library. You know, I don't, there's nothing for me to sell. The LinkedIn course is free if you're a LinkedIn member and I don't make any money off of that. And so I think there's something in saying something where you don't have, you know, there's no pitch, and people appreciate that, and that's really helped it resonate, because um, there's, I mean, it really, it is what it is. It's my life. It's my mission. I value time more than anything, and I wouldn't have wasted my time kind of sharing this story, and now I'm in this unique position where I get to do work that I love and not have to worry about money at all, and for that, my my level of purpose and kind of meaning in my life has has, has expanded immensely, um, you know, th- through that type of work, it's kind of like, I never really had a passion or a purpose in life until, you know, it kind of just stumbled, you know, I stumbled upon it, it kind of just showed up. Um, and so I think people can feel that.
0: Yeah, well, I, I I know that I 100% can. So I appreciate that, that you value time more than more than anything else. And I, I think that that's right. Um, how Um, How long did it take you to write the book?
1: Yeah, it took me about 2,600 hours to write the book. So, uh, and that was over 11 month period. So I did track it with a Google Chrome timer because nice. I did want to understand a, how long it took me. And then B, you know, if I could measure some ROI in the future, you know, not from a monetary standpoint, but just from sort of like a impact standpoint, um, it blew away, uh, any sort of ROI calculation that I, that I could even, uh kind of fathom so it did take me an immense amount of time um you know it was one of these things where You know, it's kind of like getting being a band and getting a deal with Capitol Records or something. It's like, you know, I work with Penguin Random House. My editor is like, works with the Dalai Lama and Brene Brown and James Clear is on my imprint, you know, all these amazing people. And they'd never really published a money book. And so they wanted to do a money book and liked my ideas and my perspective. And and I had a 14 person team behind me. They're all amazing, all women. uh, You know, they're super, super righteous and cool. And it was one of these things where it's like, you know what does success look like? I want to define that. And I really didn't care, you know, interestingly, how many books that I sold or how much money it made. I was like, you know, in 30 years, what am I going to care about? And it was, you know, did you leave it all on the floor? You know, did 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 you do the best you could with the time you had? So, you know, I wasn't really a good writer. You know, I was an okay writer going into it. I think it made me a much better writer. I think it, you know, forced me and challenged me to become a better reader. I'm a much better reader because of it. And so, um, yeah, I just I kind of left it all on the floor, and um, you know, feel grateful that a lot of the love that I put into it uh, and in writing it. You know, I, I view books as as being alive. You know, I I think any book that you create, there's a certain intention I had. But, you know, this is one of the crazy things is, you know, my publisher helped me figure this out 24 hours a day, seven days a week at any moment, at least three to 400 people are reading or listening to my book somewhere in the world. And so this is something that I created once and put all this immense amount of energy, but it continues to ripple into the universe, you know, it continues to to, to give back. And every time someone reads it, you know, there, there's something happening there and people take things from it that I didn't intend. Uh, you know, I get emails. I'm like, "Whoa, how'd you get that from this book? Mm-hmm. You know, I had no intention of that, but that's part of it. Right. It's it's sort of like people reading it through their own life, you know, at the moment that they're in uh, ch- changes their interpretation of it. So that's kind of cool uh, and something that I really couldn't have expected or anticipated. Uh, and, and yeah, it's just, it's uh, just been great in that aspect.
0: It's awesome main idea, main ideas that you really want to reinforce from the book.
1: I, mean, I think the biggest one, um, is that money isn't that complicated. Um, you know, no matter where you're starting from, you know, I started really from, from nothing, um, you know, it, it's a lot easier than you think, uh, you know, making your first or saving your first, you know, thousand dollars or $10,000 or a hundred thousand dollars or even million dollars is always the hardest. You know it's something like you can't even imagine uh you know like even if i look at my life now uh it's so radically different than i could have ever imagined it would be and i always encourage people you know really the only constant in life is change and we often don't realize how much and how fast we are changing you know because we look in the mirror and we look pretty similar than we did to yesterday you know it's only when you look at a photo of yourself from three years ago that That you realize how much you've changed or I always encourage people, you know, just go into your Gmail or your email and just search for an email that you sent three years ago and read it. And it's so incredible because I can guarantee that you're not going to recognize any of the words. You're not going to remember sending that email. You're not going to even remember who you were. And that's a really good thing you know it means you've changed and you've grown and so it's kind of core to this idea of money is that you know you're planning for you know a you that you've yet to become and so how do you best set yourself up you know, for that person. And our whole financial system is built on this idea, save money for the next, you know, 20, 30, 40 years so you can live this life that you want. I can guarantee you that who I'm gonna be when I'm 65 is radically different than who I am today at 36. And so how can I manage my money in a way that helps me best set me up, you know, for the life that I could be living and realizing that things change your relationship to money changes your relationship to your job changes, and you you don't want to wake up in 10 years and even if you like your job now you hate it, and you don't have any options or choices And so money does give you that ability to expand as a human and and really make the most of this human experience. And so I think people who outsource their money or, uh, you know, hide their money or don't take the time to to learn how to build a relationship from it, they're they're missing one of the most powerful opportunities in life. And so um, just realize that it's not that complicated and uh, it takes some time just like anything does, but um, there's a lot of amazing resources out there for you.
0: Love it. Well, Grant, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? And where would you like them to pick up a copy of Financial Freedom?
1: Uh, Yeah, check your local library. Most libraries in the country have it. Um, If your library doesn't have it, just ask them to order it and they likely will. And then you can just read it for free and other people can read it too. So, uh, you know, start there. Um, Or if you want to buy a copy, you know, you can pick up used copy, you know, online for like seven or eight bucks. Uh, if you want to buy it new, support your local bookstore um, or just check it any, you know, out any way you can. You know, it's available on Kindle and audiobooks. I read the audiobook. I, I give myself like a solid B in my audiobook performance. That was extremely <laughs> challenging and uh, has decent to mixed reviews. Uh, but if you're an audiobook person, it's, it's 10 and a half hours. You can put me on you know, 1.75x speed and, and, and get it done probably in like four or five hours and, and uh, you know, encourage you to do that. Um, but yeah, you can also read some of my writing at millennialmoney.com. I still write there a, a fair amount. And those are those are the two best places to find me.
0: Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show grant your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Pick up a copy of Financial Freedom, A Proven Path to All the Money You Will Ever Need. Start with your local library. Next, go to a local bookstore or pick it up wherever you like consuming books and, uh, and check out the audio version of Grant doing a uh, a a B a really solid B effort. I appreciate that. And then also go to millennialmoney.com and check out all of his writings and thinking. Thanks again, Grant.
1: Thanks, man. Appreciate it.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.